Booyah, booyah. Nice socks, Mike. You like them? I, they're okay. I all my stuff is in the laundry. But you always we, look back, so damn nice. I got back Saturday. With your slacks. Saturday yeah. from uh, Europe. Oh. Had such a great time, but I don't. I'm like, I have no clue what's going on. I'm just. That weird I in know what day it is. I, I don't know what yeah. time it is. Yeah. You didn't need to worry about I don't that. Have over clothes. There. Yeah, it's just awesome. Dang. Was it lovely? Are we recording? We're recording. Oh yeah! <laughs> I love hey. when he does that. He looks at me like Mike. We're recording. No, no. It's, it's like, hey, you can talk about whatever you want right now. Well, thing. here's what we're really going to talk about. We're going to talk about how I never know what episode this is. Nice. Um, so what we're going to find out really quick as I just talk like this and I'm, you know, passing time. This is episode 15. Holy dang! Of the Cedar Rapids Music Scene Podcast. Rad. How do you feel about that? I'm excited yeah. about that that factoid you just threw at us. I, I just I wanted to know and not guess. Yes. I wanted to sound very confident about what I was saying. Yes, and you Episode were. You did it well. Fifteen of the Cedar Rapids Music Scene podcast. Yes, Mike Schulte of the Pork Tornadoes mm-hmm. coming at you. AJ Vens, as always, co-host of the century. Hey, best I'll take looking, that. Best looking dude in the room. That's not true. Whatever. <laughs> God, AJ. I'm trying to throw you compliments. I, I appreciate the compliments, but I, I, I don't take compliments well. So. I don't either. <laughs> I like to downplay everything I'm involved Correct. in. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's why we work well together. I think so. Well, and we got a very special guest today. Elizabeth Vaughn Presley, also known as AVP, also known as Liz Presley. <laughs> I don't also I don't known know if as anyone's ever called me yeah, that Mike, also but known now as you have half an onion bagel, also I, known as sorry. people call you Liz sometimes. Do close friends call you? Are you Elizabeth? Sometimes people call me Liz. Liz? I'm mostly Elizabeth. Okay, Elizabeth. Yep. yep. Mostly Elizabeth. If you've been living under a rock, that would be the only way you wouldn't know who you are in the Cedar Rapids area. <laughs> That's how, in my opinion, how you know iconic you are in the city of Cedar well, Rapids. Shoot, thanks, Mike. I just want to give compliments today. That's it's what really I'm sweet. We caught him on a really good day. Yeah, no, I, I keep, like this. I will, tell you, I will tell you, I, I've known you for maybe, um, I've personally known you for maybe like three, four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we first met uh, for year one of the Cedar Rapids Haunted Halloween Ball. That's right. And I will tell you, I'll be straightforward with you. The reason I wanted to connect with you and ask you to be a part of the of the event is because you're a huge draw and you've got a huge name. And Jeez, I wanted thanks. to make sure that our Halloween event was successful. Thanks, dude. And I feel bad, like maybe maybe I was like trying to use you and put you on the bill and make you. <laughs> Mike is so honest. I'm just being honest. That's what this room. Something about this room makes me just be really yeah. honest. I love it. It drags it it's out. The of lighting. You. It's awesome. But that's the best part. It, like I said, you are iconic. Everyone knows your name. Um, I feel like you get asked to do a lot of things because you are well known and you do things well. You're you promote well. You write good music, you play good music, you do things the right way, and that's why I asked you to be on this podcast today. Wow, thanks, Mike. How's it? How are you feeling? I'm I'm excited to be on this podcast. I've listened to them. Have you ever podcasted before? I have podcasted a few times. Oh, nice. yeah. I will. I'll be honest. I've never music podcasted, Ooh. so this is a new door opening. Perfect. But we've I'm had, ready to walk in. And the reason I think this will be a great episode is we've sat down for coffee sometimes to talk about one thing. Yep. And then it's just branched off into like super fun, awesome Three conversations. Three hours of everything. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to try to condense this down to like an hour. We can do it. We, 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 we're going to try. We're gonna, we can do it. We can do it. I believe in us. <laughs> All right, before we get going, tell me, like I ask a lot of people, how did you get started in music? I came from a super musical family. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all my aunts and uncles played piano. We sang five-part harmonies, you know, when we get together for Christmas uh, yeah. gatherings. Uh, my dad was a wedding singer. Really? Uh, yeah. So I learned the theatrics and the- Like the uh, movie was themed You know, it was, he didn't have the suits. He didn't have that, that uh-huh. hair, essentially, yeah. but he oh, would sing at weddings. Bummer. And so I'd be that little girl in the back, be like, that's my dad, that's my dad. <laughs> like he and brought so, you to the wedding? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so I always felt super important and uh, he's very talented. And then I just, I grew up doing musical theater. And so I think that's why my show has a lot of the theatrical elements in it as well. A lot of the costume changes, the dancers and things like that. So I've just been around music my whole life. Um, and I really respect music. What, what did you, was it mostly singing first? And then you decided maybe yeah. I had to learn some instruments? Yeah, it started with my great grandma paying me a penny for every song I would sing. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I would not ever stop singing because I loved that money. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd make 10 pennies and I was a rich kid. Right. So yeah, it was... Yeah, and then and then I started uh, piano lessons when I was six. And didn't you just learn how to play guitar? I just learned, yeah. Like you probably have, learn. you probably knew kind of how to play guitar, but now you really had to dive into guitar. Man, yeah, 
I I had picked up a guitar a few times before and played a few simple things, yeah, right. you know, like Jolene by Dolly Parton. But I just yeah, really dove in this year. So Do I would you not feel say like I'm a guitar a gu- player. No, you don't. You no, don't no. feel like you would never say I'm a guitar player. No, absolutely not. No, I can get myself through. Yep. Yep. I can. I can play along. I can get from point A to B and play the right notes. Yeah. But there's nothing fancy. But it doesn't look cool while you're playing it. <laughs> I feel like it looks really cool, but in my head is different yeah. from reality. Yeah. I mean, it's a pink guitar, so oh, there's sure. there's something to that. I striped it like Eddie Van Halen, so you see it, and that expectation is high. Yes, of course. And then you hear it, and you're like, that girl's playing in drop D. <laughs> that little stinker. Isn't that the amazing thing about guitar? And maybe it's, maybe it's true for every instrument. It's like, you can learn it. You take your time. You learn how to play guitar. I can play these chords. I can hit this tablature. I can play my favorite Dave Matthews. Matthew's song, Crash right. Into Me, obviously. Obviously. Going back to my college days. Uh, but it's funny because then once you learn how to play something, then from there, it's how you it's how you finesse that instrument. Yep. And there's so many, you guys probably know people like that. Like we've got a friend up in Cedar Falls that if when he plays his guitar and his amps and his pedals, it sounds like the most amazing thing you've ever heard in your life. But then if you play his same exact setup, <laughs> yeah. it sounds terrible. Right. And if there, there's something about a finesse in those instruments like guitar, which yep. yeah. you just gotta you just gotta keep plugging away. Are you absolutely. gonna keep playing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna do it backwards. I went on two tours playing the guitar and now I'm gonna start taking guitar lessons. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm working <laughs> a little backwards. Yeah. Why not? Just throw yourself into it. Why not? Right. The first time I ever played guitar in front of an audience was the first day of my my national tour. Oh wow! In March. Wow, that it's a good thing you're thrilling. good at singing because then you didn't have to think about singing. Right, you just concentrate on guitar. Yeah, they had to be like, turn the guitar up. No, we need more guitar. And then no. turn. It. I was like, no, no, I'm all right. No, I'm no, okay. No. So he's like, It'd you're the fine. opposite of every guitar player that's ever played here ever. Yeah, that's so guitar player. Yeah, just trying to hide in the background. But now I'm like, you know what? It sounds okay. Oh, I'm not shredding God. or not solos. Not constantly tweaking the dial up slightly, no. slightly, slightly. I didn't have any pedals. I was straight into a yep. little baby orange head. Like yep. it would have been a laughing stock. But I was committed and hey, I was owning whatever. it like I was playing go. Eddie Van Halen. So do you but. feel weird playing an orange guitar amp when you have a pink guitar? Those two colors <laughs> don't match yeah, together. Just clash well. a little bit. So I switched I like to it. the Eggnator, an Eggnator head, so that okay. that's better. But I love my little orange. What if orange if you could get endorsed by orange and they'd make you a pink? Yeah. Like oh, picture the the amp, right. the Eggnator's pink, but it's still orange. Yes. Mike, you give me these ideas. I'm just saying, all these great and ideas. And I have no money left. <laughs> Every time we hang That's out. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I think is super cool? Um, this podcast is is all about somehow trying to bridge the gap between covers and originals. We've had our blowouts. We will continue to have our blowouts. It's how it goes. <laughs> but what I think about you, I think that you're one of the most, whether you want to be or not, I think you're one of the most down the middle split you you play covers you play originals you're you're like you know you do your original gigs you do your cover gigs you do together i think that that you can provide a lot of perspective on that whole dividing world that we're in currently Mm -hmm. for the music business how do you how do you how do you feel about being such a down the middle it may and maybe i'm wrong do you feel like you're that way well uh, what I feel like is that I just pick songs that express who I am. Okay. And so I found that throughout the years of performing covers, I'm like, you know what? I could say that better in my own words. Okay. And so I'll write a song. I'll be like, I really like Britney Spears' Toxic. Right. And I like mm-hmm. performing that. But I would, instead of that, I write a song that's my version of like that kind of thing, put my own perspective on it, make it sound like my own voice. And it just slowly kind of turned into a half originals, half cover show. So do you feel and like like it's I half d- originals, half covers? I don't, you know, I don't like, even choose it to it be just like. Sort of I, I just and I'll change the set on the fly too. Right, I'll be like, huh? you know, let's throw in this song or let, let's change this. My band is just always on edge. You know, I feel sorry for them. They're always <laughs> like, oh there. god, what's she gonna do this oh, time? God. You know. So it's they're always songs that I'm connecting with at that moment, and it's becoming more and more my original music right, is right. absolutely what I'm connecting with. Well, don't you feel that's the way it usually goes? Is is you start off? Any musician starts off emulating their favorite artists and covering songs. Like it will always be a thing because you're not going to necessarily write all original music right off the bat. I mean, you've got to learn how to play first and you've got to learn how to get in front of crowds. And it generally seems that most bands will start off covers and then boom. Okay. Now we're writing music. Now we're doing this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what happened to you, right? Yeah, I think so. For the most part? Yeah. I've been doing music for about five and a half years in my own voice. 
So I came out with my first album five years ago. Right. And so I, I did, I tried to do all original music in smaller venues and then all cover band music in bigger venues. Right. And then I thought, man, that's silly. I'm just going to be myself yeah. the whole time and do a good mix and, and people can decide if they like it or not. So do you feel like uh, it's it's well received, like your original? Yeah, in, I think the... F- you know, let's say I walk into your show, I've never seen you, uh-huh. and I'm hearing three straight covers, right? And I'm like, okay, cool, I know these songs, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then there's that... Oh, I got an original. Here comes my original. Yeah. You've all you seen know, that. I've learned, I've learned my lesson to not <laughs> Just don't preface it. it by saying I'm going to do an original song. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when I was first starting out, nobody knew who I was. No. I wouldn't be like, here's my original song about falling in love We're, in the seventh this grade. This is what I'm going go to go like, got to go. Yeah. 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 I'm, you know? I'm hitting the bathroom during I would just song. own it. Yeah, I'd be like, "This is it," and make them feel like, "Man, I should have heard this song. How do I know this song?" And they'll be like, "What's that song?" And be like, "Oh, it's on my, you know, second album." Yeah, people be like, "Oh, yeah, that's like that Britney Spears song." Like, no, yeah, people think, yeah, a couple of the songs, which makes me feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but it's 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 hard doing original music in, like, say, an uptown Friday night setting. People want to come and drink and have a good time and sing along. They want to know the words. Right. Me as an audience member as well, it's really cool to know the words and sing along and have a good time. So as long as you're you know, laying out your show in a way that you're, you know, taking the audience on a journey. Right. So I'm not going to do like, you know, uptown funk and then do my original ballad. Right. You know, course. I'm not going to lift them way up and then be like, boom, no. You're, go, you're taking you know? similar styles. Right. And so like Joan Jett song right before one of my songs is going to be a little bit better. Fit. Right. Yeah. So I think just planning your. And it probably list. helps that you have now a fan base that knows the songs. They do. So that that sort it's, of creates that all inclusive of the. I'm standing there. I don't know the song, but I'm surrounded by people singing the words. I'm like, well, shit, this must be a good song. I never I'll, thought about I'll, that. I'll check it like, out. Right. That's pretty cool. I never right? thought about that. Yeah. When was when was the moment that you first saw like a group of people singing the words to your music? Oh man. That- it was crazy. That's got to be the most amazing thing, right? It was awesome. I can't even describe it. When, when did that happen? Do you remember a moment when that happened? Oh, man. In particular? I think it was with my first album. I was performing at the Opus next to the yep. Paramount. Yep. And it was one of my ballads, and some people were singing along to it. And this lady came up to me. She's like, your song helped me go through with my divorce. Like, I really needed to leave my relationship. There's a song in there called I'm Just Not. And it was about me going through a really rough relationship. And just being able to connect with someone like that. There are amazing songs out there that you can cover that do that same thing, but to have it be your own words and to see somebody right. else feel mm-hmm. that and you help them through something it is indescribable. Yeah. It's crazy. It's real. I still absolutely. don't believe it's happening. Like when I look at playing music at that, at that point, right. I feel like I did something. Be like I helped somebody or I gave somebody a song to, you know, feel good about. They listen to it in the morning or a song that helps them stand up for what they believe in or, you know, a song that helps them get through a point in their life that they maybe couldn't right. have before that. And maybe it makes it a little better that I'm local and it's somebody that they can come right. up and talk to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's that's the reason I do it. I just, you know, try to say that I have something important to right. say that's, that would help maybe somebody else get through it. So do you feel like you're, gen- you're heading towards the, I would like to get to a point where I'm not really doing covers? Absolutely. But I think... I, there are still some songs out there that yeah. I perform that I just love. I mean, Michael Jackson's right. Thriller. I mean, I, I will never it's get old of that. One of the best songs of all time. People are like, well, it's not an AVP show unless she's busting out the Thriller right. dance break, you know? But <laughs> I don't care. That now. I don't. I don't do it for them. Yeah. I do it because it's just so. It's just such a good song, and I just feel so good performing it. I don't know. There's just that's, songs like that that you connect with and that you'll never be able to reach. Right. You know? That's a really important point to be making that f- addresses a lot of the issues that come up with the whole battle of original yep. music versus covers. You're so passionate about that song. Yeah. You have a connection to that yeah, song. It's important too. to you to be able to perform that song. Yeah, you know, just like an original would be. Absolutely. So. That's the reason we pick the songs we cover. They said something to you, just as you hope mm-hmm. your original music is saying something to the audience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it worked on you. It's the reason you got into music. You yeah. heard that song. Like my dad and I would sing, song, sing songs together as we drove into school. Those songs mean something to me and you'll never make me feel bad about performing them. Yeah. I may not do them like the original and I may not do them in the right key because <laughs> I like to sing a lot of boy songs just as you guys like right. to sing a lot of girl yeah. songs. There you go. But, you know, that's what music makes music so incredible it's it's approachable by everybody and you you can take it your own and i I think that's super important too because i i always felt when i first started getting into the cover band world i started thinking what songs do we need to play that they will love Ah, and yeah. that, that's how I was uh-huh. seeing it, which is important. Yeah, you it have is. to play music. It obviously worked, Mike. People, well, well, <laughs> yeah, but then the best part is, is that Mason and Corey and Jerry have really reeled me in a little bit to go, listen, do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like find that, find that middle ground of sorts, but also like 
play the shit that we want to play mm-hmm. just because it's it's yeah. it's fun and we enjoy the song and I yeah I think that's the way to go. The audience can feel that when Correct. they're enjoying what you're you doing like up the there. Song. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, they can tell if you oh, don't yeah. like it. You can tell. Yeah. Usually I'll just be like, we're done. Cut. You know, after yeah. one verse, like not feeling this. Yeah. Oh, done. <laughs> yeah. But like when I see your guys' show, you're feeling every single one of those songs, and you totally. can tell that like you're not just a cover band. Yeah. And I think that. People need to come see those shows. People need to get out and experience those shows and see that they're not just performing it exactly like on the album. Mm -hmm. You know, they're bringing their own story to it. And that makes it a cool experience, whether it's a cover or not. And I think that's what appeals to people that come to see your show too. And why they do come to see your show is because it's just, it's, um, I, I've always preached the whole thing that it's not, um, it's not a concert. It's making an event, Make mm-hmm. it a happening, you know, like which I think you've done all along is it's not just a, hey, here's my concert. It's uh, holy cow, there's dance <laughs> breakdowns and there's 10 musicians and there's life size Barbie box and yeah, there's costume what the changes. Hell next. Yeah. It's an event. And I think you have to think whether it's an original show, whether it's a, a cover show, whether it's whatever people you need to just keep taking it to the next level and create a, an event a must see thing as opposed to well they did the same thing last week they'll do the same thing next week mm-hmm. whatever i I, mm-hmm. I can catch them later on and i think that's what you've done well is when you do play people are like we have to go see it and i hope i hope people are are thinking about their band in that same way of whether you're putting a four band original bill together or your cover band like make a must see thing out of mm-hmm. it. Well, how, how you do that? I don't know, but it's like different for everybody. Yeah. It's different it, for everybody. Yeah. Experience is going to be different. Don't yeah. you think? Absolutely. Like we've talked a lot too about like original bands. I, I think most famous original bands and even, uh, original bands just in our city mm-hmm. are throwing in like a cover. Are you, are you yeah. noticing oh, yeah. like, like of one course. cover, right? I think if you go to any, any famous concert, you're usually going to hear a Absolutely. cover, mm-hmm. which yeah. is cool. Cause it shows you like they're playing a song that speaks to them exactly. and that they really yeah. love or whatever. But we had had discussions about original <laughs> band, pick a four band bill where everybody has to cover uh, a, like a song of, of, of the, a certain genre or from yeah. the other bands the other band really or cool. from, or from one of their old bands or, yeah. or whatever, like c- created to say, this is, this is emo night and we are all going to play a song from the early two thousands. We're going to cover one song, each band, yeah. our favorite emo song from the early two thousands. Right. Like people be like, Oh cool. I got to see this. Like this yep. would be great. Sweet. Yep. So I don't know whether that's the answer. I don't know, but I think it's cool if, if you just start thinking about creating events, adding see things, yeah, right? adding themes to the show, yeah. like there's there's been success around town with that that people have been experiencing. Yeah, Emo Night is one of those. I know people are doing the '80s nights, and they're doing the. I think yeah. people are doing the '90s thing right yeah. now. Like, yeah. The, yeah, they're adding themes to their shows, Absolutely. and it's it's creating an experience. Yep. not just your normal. There are bands playing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, so, they're, yeah, they're yeah. doing that. Okay, exactly. Cool. I think I think that's cool, and I think we can learn from you on that because yeah. you definitely tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Just create that event, must see must see TV, right? Every show is a little different, which yeah. makes my life a little crazy. I guess it does. <laughs> How do you handle having so? I mean, because you're the you're the leader. I mean, this is your show. Mm-hmm. How do you handle the all the behind the scenes of? Okay, I need to get these musicians. I need to have these dancers. I need to have these people. We need to practice. We need to do this. And yeah, usually- I don't. Yeah, and I know a lot of times, like, you don't have the same musicians mm-hmm. all the time. So how, how do right. you handle putting those shows together? Whew, it's a lot, but yeah. it's absolutely worth it. I usually start at the beginning of the year, send out a calendar for the whole year, like, who's available of my, you know, my top five musicians that I'd use. And, and then I just book them for the dates. We book the rehearsal schedules in January. So we've got a gig next weekend. We already had that rehearsal schedule on the calendar. And then everyone shows up to our first rehearsal together knowing the music. Yeah. Wow. There's no other way we can do it. We put our shows together in three rehearsals. Yeah. Mm. We put our last show together songs. in a rehearsal right before the show. <laughs> so I put a lot of faith in people, um, you know, owning it. Yeah. Like they've, they like being in the show too. They want to look you cool. Pick these they people want to. Because you know yeah, they're, they're give good it all. people. They're, you know, low drama. They're yeah. very kind. They're great showmen and they are incredible musicians. Yeah. And I think just picking the right people around you that are in it for the same reason you are, mm-hmm. you know, just to put on such a cool show that makes people feel something and leave feeling better. Right. You know, I think that's, yeah, I just yeah. pick the right people around me. I think that's the same for every band. It should be. Yeah. You know, you yeah, spend should. a lot of time with these people. <laughs> you do, yeah. especially you're if you're going along. on the road or something. Oh, I mean, gosh. if you've got a little, yeah, you, and then you got to also be direct. You know, instead, yeah. yeah, don't hold things inside. Sure. Anyway, that's just a. <laughs> yeah. 
That's Elizabeth's therapy Therapy session for today. Thank you. (laughs) So I wanted to bring up, um, I think, do you think one of the big breaks for you um, in catapulting your name was American Idol? Oh, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Tell tell us about your American Idol experience and like how that came about. Did you just go to oh, Chicago man. and get in a line of 30,000 people? And- no, it was the year they were doing the bus tour, so they came to Iowa City. Oh, yeah, I remember, oh, I remember this. What year was that? Which was crazy, 2012, Yeah, what, or something like that. Yikes, a little while ago. And I drove out there, saw the line, was just thousands of people of course, long. going, man. And I drove right back home. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it ended at five. My grandma called me at four. And she goes, Elizabeth, are you going to audition for that American well, Idol? Gonna. You told me last year you that if they would ever come into town, you'd do it. Well, damn it. Uh, so girl. then, so I had had this cool outfit on earlier. So then I was just Did wearing a t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm not going to make it if I change my clothes or I get worried about it. So I, I sped out there. I was one of the last five people to audition. Holy crap. And I was one of five people that got a golden ticket to go to Chicago. Wow. Yeah. And so then eight rounds before you even get on television. Oh, yeah. FYI, it's Completely. just crazy. It's not like you see it is. No. It's crazy. Those rooms aren't even really rooms, just like three walls built up in the middle of a warehouse. It's just crazy. Or like <laughs> a hotel. So wild. It's so weird. <laughs> and like to see the background, there's not just three people picking. No. There's a line of 17 of people in there. there they got the producer. They've yeah. got the associate producer. Uh huh. Yep. Got, pick yep, that person. Yep. Yo. They're like, yep, yep. You have to go down the line, get all these yeps at round three, you know, or somebody's <laughs> like, I didn't like that song. Never ever sing that song again. How about you do this? And you're like, okay. I mean, you're just on your feet and it it was cool to see the behind the scenes of it. But then you get to Hollywood and you're in these, these uh, rows of this huge theater in LA and everyone in this row with you, 10 people, they all look like you. Yeah. They've got oh, yeah. tats. Yes. I had colored hair. They, they Everyone looked. You. You're the cool, they like, tattooed girls. the shit out of yeah, you when of you're there. In front of you is like the sweet, wholesome girls, mm-hmm. you know, the little country dresses. Yep. The people in front of like the rocker dudes. Yeah. Guys in front of that singing gospel. It's like everyone they had their row they and they put themes. us, they put one of each of us against each other. It was, it was cool to learn about the show. By being part of that. And sort of to but learn that you don't want to be really, a part of it. <laughs> you know, it's not that I wouldn't want to be a part of it. I would have loved, you of know, course. Maddie Poppy, oh, yeah. how cool. Yeah. yeah. But it was really cool to have my eyes open to be not as hurt about not getting far or not wondering why really talented people that I knew that auditioned for it didn't even right. get a ticket at all. Right. They're looking for those people that they They're can looking that that are specific and can connect with people. And every year is people. a different person it is, of a yep, different like genre. Like a flip-flop of a girl to wins. a boy to yep, a country exactly. to a pop artist. Yep. And so it was cool to get where I did in that and to get to see the, the behind the scenes of the music industry, yeah. quote unquote if you would call American yeah. Idol part of that. Well, and, and you know, Mason, Mason Grieve of the Four mm-hmm. Tornadoes was on The Voice. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the final 100 out of 200,000 to go to LA, same thing, and yep. get a blind audition in front of the judges. And I think what he really learned is that he didn't want that. You know, like he didn't want yep. what they were giving him. And, and I think he really learned too that there was no such thing as reality television. See, so he had the same experience as you. I mean, they... they um, basically just told him you're gonna sing this song here's how you're gonna do it and you know Dang. and you hear those stories of uh, why'd you pick that song well my grandma this is her favorite song and she got right. me no that is not true <laughs> they did not pick their song <laughs> you know and it's just amazing too because like he i don't know if you got as far as obviously signing contracts and things mm-hmm. like that with them but i i looked over mason's contract that he had to sign and i mean it is insane they own you. It's like 35 it's probably even pages. Worse than, than I kept my copy oh, of God. the idol. You had to reach out to ex-boyfriends. Yes. You had to reach out to your friends in high school. You had to get people to sign this document. Whoa. Saying that they wouldn't, you know, send oh. photos of your... I mean, it was just really, really crazy. It's crazy, wow. right? You had to get signatures from everybody and then essentially sign your, yeah. your life over. Well, and, I think we talked about it too in that one episode, yeah. like with Maddie Poppy. Like, it's so amazing you know, that, that catapult to success, but also mm-hmm. it's frightening probably for her. Cause now they own everything she does. They tell her everything that she's supposed to do. Even if she doesn't think it's a good idea, sorry, do it. You know, which, which is, I, I think we're going away from that. Like people can achieve success on their own nowadays yeah. through, through social media and YouTube that I think these shows are starting to go, Oh God, we're losing a little bit of that. Because when what's the last voice or idol winner that that went on to continue to do cool things? I mean, who who is yeah. it? Um, There's been maybe three or four yeah. out of fifty to a hundred winners of those shows. Yeah. 
that have really continued their success. So I think, oh, yeah. I think people yeah. are starting to go, I don't need this. I can, I can do this on my own. Do, do you feel, but, Mason also thought too, that it, it like lit a fire under him to be like, I don't need these motherfuckers. I can do this on my own. <laughs> I mean, that probably happened to you, right? Yeah. A little I bit. I think so. I think it was, uh, it was I am good enough and I'm going to gonna be, show you. Yeah. Right. You could a little say, bit yes. of vindication in there. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like, like it gives you that confidence boost. I, I imagine it had to have like, Going that far. I made it to Hollywood. You did. Yeah. You, you, know. you were one of a hundred ish something people. It was pretty sweet. Out of 200,000. To think you had yeah. something. You had something. You had something. And then I took from that, like, let me figure out what that something what is. What was that? Yeah. And was it my tats? Was it my and, hair? Right. Yeah. Was it the look? Was, was it, it my, my voice? voice? Yeah. Right. I think the voice is always last yeah. picked. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like it, can, your connection to the audience is your story. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's, you know? that's and, the sad and, part. I felt like, yeah. That's why I liked the voice so much more when it came out because it wasn't about your story. Story. It was truly about your talent. Yeah, I mean, they they can only hear you. Yeah, and I thought I valued that. I thought that was really cool. Well, because then you also did an audition for The Voice recently. I did, a, right? I was, yep. Was that the Voice just in New saying, York? Let's do it. That was sweet. Or, or they, they contacted me. That's how it was, it was cra- for Mason. I thought it was fake. No, it was we like, did hey, too. the producer from The Voice. Yep. I was like, Psh, I didn't get back to her. I was like, girl, you are crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. And then I typed her. No, I left it for about three days or so. And then I was like, maybe this isn't a hoax. Yep. I typed her name and I was like, well, she actually is a producer yep. for The Voice. Yep. And I reached back. They're like, yeah, we want you in New York next yep. week. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, sure. Cool. All right. So yeah, then I, then I went and I did it. And that was an awesome experience. Yeah. You got to be into a recording studio. I don't remember the name of it, but like pink albums were up yeah, on the wall. Totally. And you just, it was so cool. Wow. The experience of all of that, aside from you don't, Winning or losing, yeah. it didn't matter. It was getting the opportunity to step into that yeah. realm. Just see that world for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it was it was cool. Well, and that, that goes to show you too, like they found Mason on YouTube and mm-hmm. that's how he was given a private audition. Same for you. Yep. So so like that goes back to our video oh, content. Yeah, it is you. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have good sounding audio and video online somewhere. Like where where are you? No one's gonna find you in a coffee shop <laughs> in Iowa. Where are you? you? Right. You live in Iowa. You need to yeah. put yourself elsewhere. You know. It's that, like YouTube, your online content and stuff. That that is the I don't know what the whiskey go go of what where you can get uh-huh. discovered. There aren't producers out in at Gabe's, right? You know, like yeah. right. at tailgaters, like hunting <laughs> you down a Tuesday night. Not no. a Tuesday yeah, like, night. No. You, you no. picked up the gig a week ago, you know. But you should videotape that gig on yeah. that Tuesday night. Make sure it and sounds it great, dope. and you put it up there. Yeah, yeah. For those people that couldn't make it, and then, then, yeah. then all of a sudden you're gonna have the voice calling you up for an audition. Yeah, your whole band. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys, come band. on out. We're trying band. <laughs> We're voice trying this band, time. band voice. Band voice. Yeah, <laughs> yep, band voice. We're in. Band voice. Let's start it. <laughs> uh, I'm in. Let's, Let's start do it. it. I know Simon Cal. Whoa, you're in good with Simon. Yeah, we're we're bros, dude. Yeah. You remember the um the the affair that he had? He 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 had sex with his uh, best friend's wife, and then they had a kid and impregnated her. I did that was not me. know that. I was oh the my best God. friend. You're, you're the kid. I was the <laughs> best friend. <laughs> the best the friend. <laughs> yes, no, I'm the kid. He's the kid. <laughs> I'm the kid. Holy <laughs> shit. Woo. Uh, yeah, sorry guys. I see the it's, it's been a tough oh, life already. Right? Yeah. Oh my god! I was, I was actually believing you. <laughs> you freaking. <laughs> well, that's a good segue. What do I am? What do I am? This is a segue. Okay. <laughs> would you, Elizabeth? Would you call yourself a full time musician, or would you use a different term? If I met you on the street, said, "What do you do?" What would you say? In a dream world, I would say I'm a full time musician. musician. If it's if I think about the thing that when I'm done with everything else I'm doing, you know, the thing that I want to do, I pick up a guitar, I pick a, you know, I turn on the piano, I write a song, you know, so every night I write about five or six songs. Really? So I would say I'm a full-time musician just because I don't sleep. But you just so have I probably other put jobs in a that help fund you, hour. right? Right. Yeah. My other jobs definitely fund my love. You love, you love things like photography. You're, you're oh, I love jack them. of all trades. You yep. do photography, videos, everything, uh, choreography, but mm-hmm. you're full passion is music yeah i think everything i do is is boiled down and i like to make people feel beautiful and confident and and strong in who they are so i did that with my photography for 11 years i do that with my choreography and i want to make the music my forefront right. of doing that this year so yeah yeah it's I love exciting. it. I can, tell, I can tell you're pushing. I, can I feel am. It. I have a lot of fun changes that I won't say right now. Well, then if, whatever you can talk about, talk about. But I also think one thing you can really help people out with is your social media abilities and your mm-hmm. and your presence. Because I think you're really good at um, you're creating a brand and a style and you're tending to stick to that colors and thought processes and creative things. I mean, like, how do you how do you manage your social media and how do you try to 
try to keep that brand alive and make sure people are interacting with it. Man, you know, I help people find their brands. I work with musicians at a company called GMix East and we work with artists that come in and I listen to their music and I just close my eyes and I imagine what they're wearing and I imagine their color scheme. Really? And I help artists. Um, like we just worked with an R&B artist and I was like, oh my gosh, what's your favorite color? Yellow? You need to always have a pop of yellow on you. Yellow is your color. You know, figuring yeah. out your brand and going for it. I just happen to love the color pink. Yeah. I love pink and I love girly things and glitter. And so I am and literally just You're myself. Fully like I'm my social media is easy because yeah. I'm just like, it's all the shit that I love. Yeah. You know? And so helping other people find their niche, their thing that people are like, oh yes, you know, that's a girl that's got the pink hair, you know, or I support tornadoes. Everything they have is pink, yeah. you know? So we've got to get We're into our, burgers we got to get into now. our, I don't know if you know, yeah, yes. we got a lot of burgers, burgers. burger pillows and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> the backpack. We, we're totally changing. We're revamping. Are you, you <laughs> no. those rugs? I mean, if you ever want to get rid of your yeah, rugs, no. they would look amazing in my house. Every time I see those rugs, I'm like, they're getting a little dirty, Mike. I think maybe it's time they come over to my house. They got a little wet two days ago, so we're airing them out currently. Oh god, yeah. wet rug Outdoor smell. Gigs. We'll talk about that on, on another episode. I got some thoughts on that. When they're like, we have coverage. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not when the wind's hitting Tardis. and the rain is flying under. What do you what do you do? Um what do you do as far as like Facebook and Instagram? Like how often are you trying to post on those things? Do you have any rules about that? Um when I'm working with clients, I have rules. Yeah. I know the times you should yourself, post. You for myself, I break all my rules. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, you know, only 20 people saw that, but it didn't matter. Do you notice, yeah. though, like the better the content, the better the photo, the better the video, um, the better the post? Like, you, are you noticing more interaction with that? Or are you just, do you just have a steady stream uh, on most of your stuff about the same kind of interactions and things like that? I think Instagram is pretty steady. Yeah, you you're know right. that's a pretty steady amount of likes. The same amount of people are opening it up every day and be like, well, "I like that." You know, I like pink. I like her. Yeah. I like her puppy. Yeah. You know, but I think Facebook is the beast. Oh, so that's the figuring out: is it a video? Is it a live video? Why are why is no one seeing this? Is, why is it right? Everyone seeing is it this? a post? Why did I write five words and it got three hundred right. likes? And you put a video, you're like, I edited this video. It's so yeah. cool. And you're like, twenty five likes. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. like, what the hell? And yeah, so I always have to step back and be like, it's not about the likes. It's about the quality of the right. people that saw right. it. You know, it's it's about that. It's if they shared it with their friends. If it meant something to them but I think there is something to be said about Facebook video Facebook live right now is where it's at you know you can record videos all day, but it's that live because it's notifying people. It's yeah, like, hey, did yeah, you know Mike Schulte's live? By the way, someone right did now, you know? click on this. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shoot, I like that person. I'm going to see what they're up yeah. to right now. You know, yeah. that's that's where it's at. It's yeah. Facebook live. And yeah, that's yeah. as a band, you can't Facebook live your band practice. I mean, no. unless you can like connect pro audio to your phone or something. Yeah, because then, you then that's, could, you got to be careful because but, yes, someone's going to click on your Facebook live. But if it's not immediately yeah. engaging, yeah. I'm off. I'm right. out of that. Don't I don't want you to see that I just logged in. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like you gotta be, we found, we'll do a Facebook live every once in a while. And like my wife, Molly will be like, Hey, that was funny. Don't ever do that again. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. because it just, it's not well thought out. It's not planned. Yep. You, you almost have to pretend like it's off the cuff, but you have a total plan for exactly what yeah. you're going to do. Yeah. Yep. You know, and some sort of engaging thing from, you know, Hey, I need you to ask questions to me right now. Cause I'm doing this and, you know, because if nobody's replying or making comments or anything, then is yeah. it yeah, is it really worth it? But yeah. you're right; it'll notify everybody. Man, it does live. Facebook Live. I think the biggest thing with social media posts is as long as you're genuine. I think people are gonna go with it. Yeah, you yeah. know, as long as yeah. it doesn't come off as like this is a promotion for my next show, and you know, it's the same as all the other shows. I think just making it personal. People want to know. I mean they they see the facade of who I am. And they're always like, oh, I wonder if she's always happy and dancing around. But sometimes you make that post where you're like, man, I was super depressed tonight. And I wrote this freaking song. And then these people are like, oh my God. And then that's when, truly when I got the most was when I was going through that crazy divorce. And I I did a super emotional song and I cried in the video. And it was like, oh, well, people actually are right with me not always looking happy all the time. And then it started like this being real and being raw all the time is way more fulfilling for me as an artist to, to be able to not have to have that facade up, you right. know? Mm. I mean, you're a persona, persona of yourself you still are, you're when not, you're wearing you're... a freaking flamingo hat and tutus like I do, but <laughs> still being able to be authentic to who you are. And then I think that just plays over to your social media. Yeah. 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 I mean, know your audience. Totally. What does your audience want to see? Do they want to see you brushing your teeth in the morning? Or do they want to see you making your next costume? Do they want to see you writing a song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do they want to see you walking to the mall? 
shopping for your gig clothes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just really figuring what do out they want? who's looking, who's watching. And Facebook's cool because it tells you what your key demographic is. Like, yeah. what is the majority of your fans? Are they female? Are they male? Are they this, this age range, this yep. age range? I mean, that's important. Like, if those, if that's your main fan base, are, mm-hmm. obviously, if you couldn't guess, the, the Pork Tornado's main demographic is female, 22 to 35. You should have let us guess. Or whatever. That's exactly yeah. what I, mean, I would have yeah. guessed. <laughs> that's, that's, exa- that's what it is. And so, of course, we need to tailor to to that demographic mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. while trying to also bring in other demographics but right i mean you're the same way like it's a game, know your yeah. audience and just be like this is what i gotta do yeah this yeah. is me hey yeah yeah what about do, do you feel uh that you're not th- i've had this debate with people like y- when you're on stage and you're an artist you're not you're not yourself you know like you're like the, 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 the person i'm talking to right now is not the person i would talk to on stage uh, you being AVP on stage, but there's finding that balance between yes. Yes. I am me, but also I am a character in the this persona. world. I'm I a persona. I feel in this like, world. yeah, you're like the amplified version of yourself. Right. Yeah. Like, like Beyonce the cartoon version of yourself. Beyonce yeah. was Beyonce, this yeah. insecure girl. Yeah. And she created Sasha fierce. Right. And that's when she stepped onto that stage, onto that threshold, she became Sasha fierce and she was fearless. Yeah. And, like just being able to separate yourself, it also helps with negative feedback. Yes, yes. It is a huge barrier to be like, you know what? They're not saying that about me as a person, right. about the girl that wakes up and eats cereal every morning. They're saying about that musician. They didn't yeah. connect with that yeah. person as a musician. I think it's it's important to separate those two for your sanity. Otherwise, you Britney Spears it. Right. You know, you you Miley Cyrus it and you go yeah. crazy. <laughs> I can't imagine being a mega star like that and having all those eyes on you right. and all those people loving you and hating you equally. You know, that's crazy. So I think the separation of who you are every day. I've learned that over the last couple of years is that I, I'm not, I'm, that is a, di- a slightly different person than who mm-hmm. I truly am. And I think that is okay. Yep. Cause I think, um, you're there, it's a job. You are there to create this fun event and to put on music for these people. And like, yeah. you might be having a fucking shitty day, but right. like, leave you're it. not you on stage. Yeah. Off stage. Yeah. Bring, yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. might be feuding a little bit in your band. Leave that shit off. We stage. don't want to know. Yep. No, nobody wants to know. We have our that. own drama. We want to come and be entertained and experience something. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that's very important for any of you that have a significant other too, because it takes a while for significant others to realize that this, these girls throwing themselves at you or these guys Googling at you like mm-hmm. that, Hey, I'm definitely going to get my picture taken with them and I'm going to be a really nice person uh-huh. and mm-hmm. sign an autograph or do whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to be the best, nicest person I possibly can to these people, but <laughs> right. I'm coming home to you, you know? Right. And I think that's a really, I, I've never dated a musician, so I don't know what that would be like, but I think dating a musician it comes with a learning curve. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you yeah. say? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, it goes, I mean, there were times like we, this was a while ago, trust me, but I, when I was a much better looking person <laughs> oh, whatever. and like, you know, actually had like some nice boyish looks and everything like that. And I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that bang, but you know, it's beautiful. you know, and so, <laughs> but no, like, like we'd go out on tour where we'd have shows and I mean, my girlfriend would be there at the merch table and stuff. And you know, yeah, I'm sure that's hard to watch when people come up to you and like, they want to talk to you and interact with you, you and, and take pictures. And yeah, it's, it's like, your job. it's my job to do that yeah. i i just played that set and now they want to talk to me about and it i gotta you know? sling these t-shirts yeah and i gotta sling a t-shirt and yeah. like you know I what i mean tonight I'm I got, on yeah exactly so you know i yeah i totally it, it's got to be difficult i think it again comes back to that separation of them yeah. knowing you exactly. as a person they need to learn that. the person they see in their sweatpants you know eating pizza after <laughs> the gig is a completely different person yeah. than you know the pleather pant yeah. rock star on stage exactly. and knowing that that person that they're taking a photo with will we'll never get to experience those sweet moments right you know when they're when their guard is down right and i think understanding that you can trust your person i'm yeah. i'm engaged to a musician hey, right now say, you almost have people a... are constantly lifting up his kilt and like trying to you know <laughs> see what's going on under there and i sit back and i'm like you know what they they're helping us pay the bills and they're That's it's totally part right. it's part of the game and you know i was a girl that was like that too right. going to those rock shows totally. and i think yeah i can there's i have a respect for yeah. it it's all right uh, we went and saw um lights you guys know mm-hmm. lights? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, ah, you I love, love you, light. You know, like uh-huh. at the show. And then afterwards, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just fangirled. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm <laughs> wow. fine. Yeah, but that's the power <laughs> of music. You know like seeing that rock star. I don't, I'm not, I'm talking about a girl because, you know, whatever, but also just 
like I have mega man crushes on men musicians because that is just such a position of power and you're there having the best time of your life. It's all because of these people. Yeah. Like that's the, it's this musical is music is so powerful to create those emotions. in mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So it's, oh, yeah. it's just amazing to sometimes step back and like, when, cause you know that, that person you, f- you idolize, like if you met them in real life, you'd be right. like, you're not as cool as I thought you were. Yeah. They really yeah. like don't brush their teeth. They're like shower yeah. for months. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just, <laughs> they talk way too much. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that rock star life I was promised. You right. Know? right. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you touched a little bit too on like internet hate, we've had, we've had some crazy converse, conversations about this. Like I would love it if you could open up because I don't think, I think if you're in a band that's just starting out that maybe doesn't have that many fans, um, you know, you're not going to experience what it's like to get that hate. And and the more popular you get, the more hate you're going to get. I mean, the the most famous band in the world right now is what? Uh, Bruno Mars. Yeah. But I'm sure Bruno Mars gets so much hate. Like go to, go to whatever his latest YouTube video, fuck this guy. He's fucking sucks. Like, I mean, it's just a, the more popular you are, the more hate you're going to get. And yeah. I mean, you've probably experienced that quite a bit. I mean, have you gotten messages? Have you gotten seen terrible comments on videos and posts? And <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you have, right? I, actually, few, yeah. balloon glow, let alone balloon glow this year. Probably you saw, I you didn't saw balloon glow things. was rained out. Yeah. But probably just even the announcement of you playing it, you probably saw negative things. There were a couple <laughs> right? on there. Yeah. Uh huh. It's something about and balloon I glow. Just, I think it's when you play. You know, it's because when you're playing those big events and those people aren't there to see no, you, and it's free, and you know, it's a it's a free event. They're there to have a good time with their kids, and if you don't align with what they like in music, or you play the wrong Pat Benatar song, yeah. I mean, there social media makes it so easy for people to it's, just psh, oh, you know yeah. splash it out there. People feel they like they say have it, to. and then yeah, like I can't just let this go and forget about it in two seconds. I have to tell the world about this yep. thing that I'm so mad yeah. about. Yeah. It blows my mind how people just think they have the right to just say negative things to people with no consequence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, you see that, you probably see that every day, right? We see that every day and you notice we tried to embrace it by putting you out. You did. You made those videos. We, we, made, man, we just took all the, man, the bad things people have said about us and did like did. a mean tweets. Yes. Like yep. we read, we read the mean posts about us because we've always had the kill them with kindness. Yeah. The minute you start going back at somebody be like, how dare you say that? No, you've lost the, the, con- you've the conversation. You've played the game. You're yeah. out. Yep. You're in that. Yeah. You're in that world and no one's going to win that conversation. No, You're coming to their yeah. level. You yeah. just yeah. have now like, Oh, you're the, the, they're, the spider and you just got in their web and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah you gotcha. made them way more important than you needed to make exactly sense. yeah and i think that's how i look at those negative comments if i were to you, you know comment them? about it i read them yeah. yeah and i read them and i usually think you know like have i ever gone to a concert where i felt the way that person felt right. about my show yes i have have i ever commented it on there Absolutely not, because I remember that the, at the end of the day, that person's just like me. Totally. You know, and they, they're doing their career. You know, am I going to go to McDonald's and say, you know, so-and-so did a crappy job making that hamburger? I can't make a hamburger. I'm yeah. not going to go back there and be able to make that hamburger. Yeah, it wasn't you the know? best like, hamburger I've ever had, I, but like... Yeah, I think social media makes it really hard for artists just in general, because opinions are so strong, yeah. and now they're out there, and you think yeah. that everyone's seeing it, but for me, I'm like, you know what, that comment will just... No. Tomorrow, I'll make a new post, and it's not even going to matter. And it's so, a 24-hour news cycle nowadays. Yeah. Like, if, if, if something bad if you have a terrible show and people are mad about something you canceled and they didn't get their money back mm-hmm. yeah they're going to complain about it and in about 24 hours there'll be something new to complain about yeah, and they'll no, totally forget right you just got to let it go i just look at them and i just i if they are something that i'm like hey, possibly i could change this about my yeah. show or yeah. i really did mess those lyrics up or yeah, i maybe butchered that song tonight you know i'll, yeah, I'll take I that did. in maybe i did maybe we shouldn't be playing this song maybe you know, we're not or you're like no i love singing that song yeah. and i don't care if i sound like shit on it because it i want to do it right and we are you know you're there for your audience right. to have a good time but again those big events where those people are are not there to uh, see you you and i have both been in this position yes. where you're playing uptown friday and i somebody 
they're there for the five, you know, five dollar entry yeah. fee and a good time with their friends. One person is going to be mad no and matter what. Somebody's gonna not like it. Somebody's gonna post about it. And you prepare yourself for that as a musician. It's sad. But the next day you don't look at social media. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You let that person have their opinion. I have my own go opinions. For it. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. That bud. person wants to write it on your wall, let them write it on their wall and it. let it go. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not and, gonna bring and it up. In that rare occasion, some of your fans get a hold of it and they they take off your after fans like, can Whatever. rip them apart yeah, yeah. you know or, or whatever but don't yeah. pro- don't tell them to go do it nope if I'm not gonna, gonna draw any own, attention that's fine yeah so it's I mean that's just part of the beast do you I mean in like you know if you don't feel comfortable talking about this it's fine but I think not only are you a, a well-known artist in the area so you're gonna get hate but I think you're also you're I, I don't think you're also but you are a woman <laughs> I think uh, yeah I think, I'm a woman something gave it, gave it away I feel like you're a woman but uh, do, you, do you have to do you do let's you, talk about that instead Mike Why, no, just do kidding. you also deal with like gross male like oh, comments okay, yeah. I see that shit all the time <laughs> on girls posts and I yeah, fucking yeah. cringe I yeah. just got one yesterday uh, somebody my Facebook gets hacked all the time does it really yes oh it gets hacked at least twice a month month from a different country so yesterday it got wow. hacked and so i couldn't get into it oh Jesus. and then when i did get into it somebody had messaged me hey you should model thongs like what why yes, you, why? yes I will. it was You're a right. cedaropidian that wrote like why why are you writing that to me but i would say i get more of that than i get hate, of hate right hey i get more of just terrible i screenshot them and then i delete them yeah, I save them in my little like. Just if this like, gets this any person. further, this person might be yeah. who abducted me. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this is the. I the have person. my little folder. Yeah, it's a great starting place if something crazy. were to happen to me. Yes, or people yes. will like zoom in. They'll see me at a gas oh station and gosh. zoom in and like take a really close picture of my butt. I had that happen, and then I was like, "What is happening?" I just screenshot the name, yeah. I delete the post, and then I save it. Jeez. You know, just I get sent naked pictures all the time, and it's, but. Is again it, part it of that monster. If you're going right? to sign up to be a musician and be in the limelight, then and, and you're an attractive you're always woman that is going like, to be. Hey, look at me! I'm very ha-. yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I just every once in a while I see <laughs> I just see on, on my female friends that have just a nice photo of themselves on Facebook. And then you oh, see that God. creepy that dude. One guy. Oh, the cringy guy with the, like, the, like he took the photo like, on the yeah, front the, facing the camera of an old dude. phone. Yep. Oh, and it's just yeah. from down here and his chin. Oh. And just floats. He hasn't learned about taking yeah. photos from up. To, he doesn't yeah. know the MySpace angles. Yeah. yeah he's oh, not with it. Dude, no. yeah. <laughs> I just always feel terrible. And I always want to just like comment on mm. those comments, mm. but like, whatever. Again, it, <laughs> I know. it doesn't. You don't want to validate them. You just got to pretend you didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, hide yeah. it well start sending me those screenshots so that I know where to find you right okay yeah. <laughs> I'll track them down I'm a good Facebook I've got that folder yeah. so to, to uh, anyone who's listening if yeah. you've ever sent me those you screwed you're, you're you messed screwed. up now <laughs> you messed up I'm now I'm making a collage it's my next music video <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, well speaking of videos like you are you I think every video I've ever seen of yours you've made videos for us you made videos mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I think you're a very talented uh, video Thanks, director man. and creator, but like you, all of your videos are always top notch when you put them out. Thanks, dude. And like, do you feel that that's more of for yourself, or do you also feel like that also helps you gain views? If if the video's dope and people love it, they're going to share it more often, right? For me, music videos are kind of like people that are hungry. You know, like you're craving a hamburger. You really, you can't right. go on until you have that hamburger. I am, when I write a song or, or hear a song, a I go, I see this video. I must create it. It has to happen. I must. There's like three in my head right yeah. now. And I'm like, I must, I must create them. And I flesh them all out and I get the costumes and the people and locations. I'm telling the, you know, the person what camera lens to use, what F-stop <laughs> to use, what ISO, what white balance, you know? Right. So like, it's always, I'm always visualizing music. It's very visual and for d- me. Don't they go hand in hand? We've discussed this so yeah. many times that... Music and movies are just hand in hand. Absolutely. Yes, 100%. They, they, they almost can't exist without each other because yep. music is amazing on its own. Uh, but when you add like visuals to it, it takes mm-hmm. it to another level. And the same right. thing, like yep. this beautiful video, cinematography video that you're taking is gorgeous, but then throw a, a beautiful song behind it and bam, right. it's on the next level. Yep. They go hand in hand. And I think that's what's so cool about even our area. A lot of people. Um, are stepping their video game up. You know, like Faces Turn Ashen, who were a guest of ours mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, just put out 
a dope video. Amazing video. What was the song called? I it's a it's two songs smashed oh, yeah, together, you're right. and I can't remember the names uh, of the songs. I forgive me, but yeah, uh, th- it's the Sasquatch video, yeah. man. It's incredible, um, and yeah, and I just saw them play live. They just played their whole basically their whole album live yeah. the other night, and it was amazing. Yeah, and like then you see the video too, and, and, and like adds. you have both those things in your head, you know, and the music with the video coupled together, it's great. It tells a great story. Yep, it's awesome. There's man. another band called Half Loves. Yes, uh, that. Uh, yeah. That the only they will only put out top notch, dope, awesome concept videos, yeah. and it adds so much um, to their credibility. It adds so much to, to to their popularity, and I think the the more we can strive to just put out those amazingly good sounding and looking videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're you've got YouTube running, right? Like you've got a YouTube channel. Are you monetized on that yet? No. We've discussed that. I know, Mike. Are you getting the views? Like, I'm sorry, are, Mike. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't follow your advice. No, I signed up, but it's just the follow through. I'm terrible. It's the follow through. Like, what, I can what help kind of other clients do it. What kind but, of views are you getting on YouTube for all your vi- music videos? Like, yes, like I look. I don't, oh, yeah, even, don't know, even know, Mike. I d- I'm terrible. If I could learn from anybody, I'd be learning from you. <laughs> I will make the content every single day. Then, then, then that's but it I will you. not take the next step. Like, you are so good at that. Does that really feel like... You should like, let bands hire you I, to help them time, with their marketing. I wonder. Hmm. If do, I had time, do, do. you know I would. I mean, it'd be amazing because, yeah, like focusing on the right times to post things and, you know, putting $10 behind it or something and mm-hmm. target marketing. But, yeah. I'm, I, looking at your, I'm looking at your YouTube right now. You've got... I have spent $0 on YouTube views. So, for real, you're basically telling My, us that you're, you're making the songs and the music for yourself... And then just and whatever. I just hashtag a little bit. Them, go for it. And then I'm yeah, man. It's it's no good. It's absolutely no it's good. A, I make re- I make cool content, and then I, I put it out there. I'm like, hopefully some people see it. I hope that's pretty cool, you know. But I, I'm doing it wrong, Mike. No, I know. you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it awesome. But I think there's just another step that you can keep taking. I think uh, there's there's that original musician mentality that's behind that. You are you're creating it for yourself. You want to be able to share. You put it out to share it with people. Mm-hmm. But you want it to happen organically, like the person who came up to you about that song when right. she was going through. You want it to happen organically, yeah. you know, and that's right. that's that's the super respectable part of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, I think what you're talking about, Mike, is like, why not push it harder? Is right. this what you're talking about? So you that put way, a lot of work in. Yeah, you put I know. so much work into it. Like, why not put some more oomph behind right. it and share it with more people so they can identify with it the same way that other person And then you did. also just never know if something something takes off. Yeah. Like, I know. Like, like our Tennessee whiskey video hit a million views last week. Congratulations, by the Thank way. Thank you That's so much. Awesome, it feels Seriously. so cool because it was just like a thing we did and then it just sort of oh, it just went yeah. nuts for I mean, no reason it, yeah, at all. It comes down know? to having good content yeah. in the beginning, having a great video, having something people can connect to and then knowing how to take it to the next steps. And Mike is really good at that. But I'm also, but I'll also admit to you, and I did on the Pork Tornadoes podcast, pretty cool podcast, by the way, if you want to listen to it, it's called pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, I admitted that I was actually very wrong about that video. I didn't feel like it was good enough. And I just was like, eh, whatever, nobody's going to watch this. And it just goes to show you that like, if you just put the content out there, put it in its right right place, Mm -hmm. let it roll put some love behind it. Like it might take off and go crazy. Cause there's been other videos that I'm like, this is the best video in the entire world. And people are going to love it. Nothing, nothing happens. You know, it goes back to that Joe dirt mentality. It's not what you like. It's the consumer, man. You know what I mean? It is. It's like, it's like you love this so much. You could, and you really feel like it is, but it's like, but people, maybe someone else just doesn't identify with it, but they did with that other one that you didn't. It's like, they love that. Uh that version of that song yeah. and yeah took so, off i mean for everybody out there to keep stepping up your video game yeah in fact elizabeth will conceptualize and direct and shoot a video for you because she's good at it i there love doing it yeah videos are awesome it's amazing music videos baby oh my god it's where, it's where at. did we go <laughs> well before we before we really get out of here i mean we've already been talking for a while here but i wanted to ask you about um your tour you recently went on two tours right mm-hmm. that you self-booked yourself and just took <laughs> off and went right it was awesome how did they go they were amazing yeah it was crazy it really brought into uh focus what i wanted to do with my life <laughs> I think well, that's what every band says when they come back from a tour. Oh, like, yeah. what's this yeah. nine to five job? I want to make this I music. Be on the road yeah. Again. yeah, I want to wake up when the sun's up and I want to 
you know, go create music with people I don't yeah. know. Yeah, right. it was it was life changing. Tours are amazing because there's such a there's such a just a lesson. Like it's a constant lesson. Like you come off the one show that's just incredible, and everybody's buying your merch, and then you go to the next one that just. Oh, sorry. We th- we 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 thought he was a country act. Like, yeah. Or, sorry about that. We met, we have wrong bands. We're on the wrong calendar. This uh, crowd's gonna hate you. Good luck. There, yeah. Or there's no one there. There right? are some rough gigs. Yeah. We played uh, we in an Italian played. restaurant. Man, we are a rock band. Wow. They're like, do you think you could uh, play with brushes on the drum kit? No. We we're like, no. Nah. I don't own brushes. <laughs> nah. We're not. No. Yeah. Nope. So we okay. turned up and people just maybe could move back, yeah. you know, a little bit while they're eating the spaghetti. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, being on that on the road, I mean, I didn't make any money. No. It really wasn't about making money. It was um, getting out and seeing if your shit's real. Yeah, it right? was like seeing, seeing if, if people love it. If people, if the people that aren't your mom and that aren't your yeah. friend and, you, you know, your neighbor that lived down the street, seeing if they connected with it. Yeah. And, he, you know, people connecting with it was the coolest thing that's ever happened. I mean, it was, it was so cool to see people come up. We did one song in Memphis and we sold seven albums after one song and wow. it was my own song. That's an awesome like, feeling. It, it was like, whoa. And that was gig two of, yeah. of the ever touring I've ever done in my entire life. And it was like, holy crap, that maybe we have a really cool product here. Something unique that people like. It's so great getting in front of new audiences. We're actually going to oh, be God, doing that yeah. over the next couple of months where we've, we've played our same cities for the mm-hmm. same fans that we love. And now we've got um, four or five dates in places we've never been. And it's, it's and awesome. we're actually extremely excited about it to just go back to that. All right, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this. Like bring it in. I own you. I know you don't know me, but you're going to love me in the next hour. You know, uh-huh. like it's an amazing feeling. It you're is, cutting your yeah. teeth. You're just going it's scary. You don't know what you're going to walk safe. into. You could have, you know, two people or 300 no people. Clue. You could start playing and there's no one there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that just, just staying strong and knowing like I have a quality product and I, you know, I just got to keep doing it. Yeah. I believe yeah. in it and you will believe in it. Totally. My, the people yeah. that should believe in it. You know, and, then, and they'll and they'll feed off that. It we'll just goes. Look. It's not safe anymore it, when you hit the road, and that's the best part is that you just gotta be like, Ugh, here yeah, we you go. gotta let go. You gotta let go of making money or having any sort of financial yeah. security. The ultimate, yeah, it's the gamble. You gotta. You. I think. I think musicians love the gamble. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I, mean? I think that's We're artists. Artists. that promoter that was going to be at Gabe's last it's, week is yes. definitely going to be in Pierce, South Dakota. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hit this. We're going to find that promoter. There you go. Booking agent. There you go. <laughs> How did you amazing. set up those dates since well, you did I used, this on your own? Well, I used Indie on the Move. Indie on the Move. Yeah, for okay. the you first did Indie one. On the move. Yeah. I love Indie on the Move. I cannot speak high, highly enough of them. The only thing with them is they, uh, to, they'll like give you all the, uh, you kind of tell them where you want to go. Yeah. And then they'll just open all these venues for you. Places. And then you are full-time job responding yeah. to people. Yeah. If you have something that they like, they'll hit you back and be like, yeah, we think that you could play at our venue. But you get, that's it. Now it's I got up. like 97 emails yeah. in one in one day. Wow. And you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize how much work this really is, but I love that part. I was I love that guy too. love booking. Were you, AJ, were you the guy that like books? The, yep. I was too I was in, in my original band. Like I was the guy that like, Okay, we're gonna set up and these I shows. And that it's part so of great, it, man. And yeah. because because it's, it's that gamble. You love when you get hooked on that. When you get that first hit, you're like, all right, let's get number Somebody two. Let's get number you. three. Exactly. Let's, yep. Somebody believes in me to put me on yep. their space for yeah. an hour or two hours. Oh, yeah. They've never heard of me. Yeah. But yeah, something on my website caught them. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. To but India on the Move is great. It sounds like it, a, quite a departure. I remember a book using India on the Move a long time ago. I know that it's changed quite a bit, but it used to be just a like list. Of uh-huh, venues uh-huh. in the states, yeah. and that's all it was. All it was. Then they added the services and like yeah. helping you and doing that mm-hmm. stuff. But like I remember doing that and just going down like, oh well, that one doesn't have that's, any ratings. Cool I don't know. And then, oh, this one's got a one star rating, so maybe the one star is worse than the no stars at all. It's just like <laughs> I don't know, man. Did you pay for that? Service? I did. I paid for them to look at my website. To um, what look. did you? What did you pay? It was like 110 bucks. 110 bucks. And it was then cheap. that opened up all these. And it opened up all the venues. So he got wow. on the phone with me and talked to me for an hour, the wow. owner of Indie on the Move. Wow. And we looked at my website together and he was like, where's the live videos? You know, yeah. he's like, what is this first sentence of your bio? I don't care. You know, like get it out there short and sweet. Wow. No one wants to scroll down on your no. website. He goes, mm-hmm. make it all above the scroll. He kept oh. saying above the scroll. If wow. something like, is catching okay. their eye above the scroll, you're like, done. All right. He goes, put everything on one page. Yeah. And yeah, so you get, so I learned a lot from that one hour that I talked wow, to that guy. He nice. unlocked all these, these venues for me. And then you just go back and forth with them. You're like, am I worth $50 an hour? Am I worth $200 an hour? You need know, to kind of figure it out. And then some, you have to put the bill together. 
So oh, you yeah. meet other bands. Yeah. I met so many cool female fronted mm-hmm. chick bands out there doing exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that have been out there for years and you just talk to them, you learn from them. Yep. And it's just, it's, it's eye opening. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't wait till you have enough money to do it. Cause you'll never have enough money to do it. No, no, you just yeah, got to go never. and you just know that you're going to lose your ass on it, but you're going to gain your soul. Yeah. <laughs> Life and that experience. is absolutely fucking priceless. Yes. Oh yeah. I, you're making me want to get on the road. I'm now. so sorry, man. Oh. I, I'm very passionate about people following their dream well, and yeah, just, you should, right. I mean, you can't wait. You got to go do it. Yeah. I think everybody out there that's, that's like, you know, people are always asking about how to get shows. And I mean, just you, it's almost as simple as just fucking do it. You know, like mm-hmm. put, it some, is. put some passion behind it and just don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Like Uptown get Friday Nights. Yeah. I, I approached them. I was like, yeah. hey guys, you should uh, let me do Uptown Friday Nights three, four years ago. No response. Yeah. No, I, I've no said response. that story so many times. It took us four years See, to get that Port gig. Tornadoes, AVP, we have the same story with yeah. that. And then they're like, wait, we heard about you. We're going to put you on there. You know, you yeah. get 2,000 people. Give you like, the Whoa. shittiest state of the year and see the, how you do kind of right. thing. Right, they like, kind of test you out. But I feel like the Cedar Rapids music scene is, is really coming around. Yeah. I feel like it's, I love, I've been going out to a lot of local, yeah. you know, live bands, original bands right now. And I am impressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am some hearing some talent out there. crazy good stuff. And I just sit back like, why did I just get to play yeah. Market After Dark for 40,000 people? Right. And these people are playing for right. 10 people right now. Mm-hmm. So I am pulling in other like, artists, like yeah. you did with me. Yeah. You know, it's just like collaborate and like, let's do something cool. Make an ultimate show. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Just exposing everybody's talents because, man, Cedar Rapids has got a, a cool thing going on. Well, and, and it goes back to the people always think that, like, um, you know, that we need to create the scene and then <laughs> people are going to notice. It's like, no, we have to do this all on our own. If Cedar Rapids. Uh, comes together and has this polished product of bands all over the place that that people then can't deny. Then people will come to Cedar Rapids to to find the next band. You know, like when Slipknot made it big in Des Moines, mm-hmm. um, people were coming to Des Moines to find the next. Like no shit, Des Moines, Iowa. Maybe there's some shit there that we don't know about. I mean, <laughs> you know. So if we can if we can polish our products and make Cedar Rapids music just as good as it can possibly be, some band might, might fucking make it, you know, yeah. make it quotations. Make it. I always say that, but if that band right. gets out of Cedar Rapids, <laughs> yeah. then, then that opens a lot of doors for other bands too, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, for sure. But even if that never happens, at least we have fucking kick-ass shows to go see and yeah. great musicians and great bands. So, Between the yeah. three of us, let's make it happen. Yeah. When's our super group starting? When's the super James group? Oh, yes, yeah, 94.1. James Larson wants to start a super group. I think it's a great idea. I think he's just using us for our name recognition. Well, we can use him right back, honey. <laughs> he has James a radio is awesome. Station. He's got the radio <laughs> That's in. That's right. He does have a radio station. Which is big. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, supergroup coming <laughs> soon. It. Apparently, so, it's that's right. James Larson's, Kurt Burgess, me, and you. Apparently, yep. that's the supergroup. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right on. And we're not going to practice. I think that was in the contract. Yeah. No practice. Oh, okay. No nothing. Show up to. We're going to show up and say, "Here's the song. Pay Wing me it. Four thousand dollars <laughs> each. <laughs> each. <laughs> you guys get to watch us try this song. <laughs> yeah. Right. Lucky we're going to pretend like it's yeah. practice, and you're going to watch. It's right. <laughs> I can't believe if people are still listening. Right now, right to this, to this podcast. We don't know. I wish We're there at, was a, uh, a way to tell how yeah. long people listen. To right. Do we really like, want to know, though? I kind of <laughs> do. <laughs> I, I do. Like you know, they're getting better with their analytics, but yeah, not, not quite there. Yet. I also don't want to know. I think <laughs> I know, we've I think gotten we a lot of great feedback. People do love this. We get about uh, three hundred listens per That's episode, cool. kind of a thing. It's it's yeah. great. Yeah, and I think if everybody keeps sharing it and keeps listening to it and giving us feedback, that's how we're going to make these things better. Yeah, and also you have a rant about rating us, don't you? I do. I always have the rant about rating us. I know you're good at that. (laughs) Am I good at it? Tell them about how to rate us. (laughs) Okay, well, hey, if you are listening to us, wherever you happen to be listening to us, it's got to be iTunes, it's got to be Podcast Player, SoundCloud, it could be Podcast Go, Overcast. there's so many podcast. Yeah, there's so many. If you are listening, please review us, rate yeah. us, um, give us a thumbs up. Uh, please keep interacting on the Facebook group. That's a lot of yep. the conversations happening right there. So make sure you're giving us a thumbs up and uh, creating more com- yep. uh, comments for us. So, yeah. Well, you got anything to plug as we get out of here, AJ, old buddy, old pal? Dude, you know, I'm all about my Wolf Den Wares. Wolf Den Wares. <laughs> I uh, was in a um, <laughs> I was in a video yesterday. Yes. Top secret video, can't discuss. Top secret. Wearing my John Hughes Ooh, Rules t-shirt. Yes. So, just it's my saying. favorite shirt. It's, oh, wait, 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 wait. 
John oh, he's Hughes taking his clothes off rule, now, baby. For all you listeners, John yep. Hughes he's wearing rules. the shirt. Check out Wolf Den Wears because they <laughs> yes. got some sweet shirts. Wolf Den Wears. Um, I got new stuff coming out soon. Nice. New website, all that. It's finally going to happen. I promise. But yep. uh, but yeah, really excited about that, man. And there Wolfpack, it is. Productions Wolfpack Productions is where we are at. Is where we are recording this right now. If you um, want to get some uh, audio recorded or anything yeah. like that, you know, contact these guys because they're the some bomb. Nice mics in Heck here, yeah. people. You hear how um, sultry I sound right ooh, now? It's so yeah, like good. Mike sounds Ugh. deep. MVP, <laughs> <laughs> yes. thanks so much for coming. Thank what you. do you got? You got any plugs? You got any shows coming up? Man, I got a cancer benefit on uh, next Saturday. Yeah. Culver's Garden Center. Nothing like All rock right. and roll in the daisies, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free show. Any any uh, any other shows coming up? Any music ah, just, videos we gotta check yeah, out? Man, any, just working on a new, a album. new album coming out. Working on a new album. Where can where can everybody find your old albums? Where can we buy them? iTunes. You can listen on Spotify. Yeah. Bunch of stuff up on YouTube or cool. ElizabethOnPresley.com. Yeah, go go check out her website. See if it's dope. It's pretty she pink. said she's been working on it. So yeah. <laughs> I built it myself. So right. be kind, people. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for listening. Thanks to you guys. Uh, on to the next episode, baby. Let's do it. Yeah. Howdy. Okay, bye.